Hey guys, welcome to another episode of I'm No Expert, a craft beer podcast. I'm Chris Laudenslager, and every week I sit down with a friend and we have a couple pints of beer. And this week, I have my friend Steven. Hi, Steven. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Great. Uh, this is your first time on the show. It is. Yes. Welcome. Welcome to the studio. Thank you for having me. Um, this week is all about local beers, because we're going to talk yeah. about your thing, I think, in the second segment. Okay. Um, so we've got three local breweries, and if you didn't know, I'm no expert at out of Indianapolis, Indiana, so central Indiana. So I picked three different beers from three different Indiana brewers, um, one from Indy, one from not Indy, and one from Bloomington. <laughs> I don't know where uh, Three Floyds is from. I totally forgot about it. It's uh, in Northwest Indiana. There you go. Yeah, Northwest that's Indiana. Where I'm from. <laughs> oh, there you go. It's in Northwest Indiana, yeah. where Steven's from. Uh, so you're really you're just Jones and Ferd to try this. I am. Yes. I, I wanted to wait until we started the show, and I'm like eyeing this thing down. Um, so this first beer is Ten Speed Hoppy Wheat by Bloomington Brewing Company, um, out of Bloomington, Indiana. It is an American Pale Wheat Ale at 5.2% ABV, and it's available in the springtime, which it is currently. It's kind of spring, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah it's yeah. rainy. It's and rainy. Warmer than it was. <laughs> I don't know. It's not snowing no more, so. Uh, what if it snows again? I would die. What if, like, next week it just got down to, like, 30 and it just just snowed i would probably slip my wrist like i'm so (laughs) tired of the winter (laughs) over it it's like every year i'm just like you know what this is gonna be my last winter in indiana i want to move somewhere warm where there is no winter and every year i just i'm still here and i'm like all right well (laughs) i mean it's all these good breweries um so color wise we kind of do a color what do you think of the color what does it look like to you um because you're, you're bartending It kind of now. looks, yeah, I, I recently started bartending at Teeny on Mass Ave. Another local place. An, another local uh, bar. Um, but yes, um, I don't know, it kind of reminds me of apple juice. Mm. It's kind of the, the color I'm getting here. Yeah. Maybe a little bit thicker. What do you get the smell? I know exactly what this has got. Mm. Definitely like a hoppy nose to it. Oh, yeah, for sure. But not too hoppy. No. It's it's tasty, though. I like it. Yeah, it's got a, a hoppy note to it, but it's also got that, like, weediness, mm. weediness to it. I guess hence the name, a hoppy wheat. <laughs> mm, who could have thought huh. that hoppy Makes and sense. wheat together huh. make a beer like this? Yeah, it definitely has a nice uh, kind of, like, round flavor to it. I do agree. Do you drink... So do you, you bartend at Teeny? Yes. Teeny, as uh, I have found out multiple times as I walk in there and forget. You're always disappointed. I'm not... Too. Okay. You guys do have beer. Yes. I'll give you that. You do have some good local beer. Yes. I'll give you that. But you don't have anything on tap. <laughs> There's no tap. No. And I'm just like... Ah. It's a martini bar. That's true. It's not a, it's not well, a pub. It's a so. vodka-based bar, really. Vodka-based bar. Yeah. So you... And show tunes. Show tunes. Yes. You uh you you started bartending at Teeny. Yes. And what is your favorite drink to make then at uh, Teeny? I don't know. Like if somebody's like, just make me your signature. <laughs> what is what is Steven's like signature my drink signature? that you would like? I call it my secret because people come in all the time and they're like, I don't know what I want. Just just make me something good. And this is like the base to it. Like I just want something vodka. I'm like, okay, great. We have vodka. We, <laughs> we have, have lots, lots of, of vodka. Yeah, exactly. We have lots of vodka. So, um, I don't know. I always, I, I just like to experiment really. Um, I'm still learning like all of our, 
uh, drinks on the menu and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So don't have all of that down quite yet. So um, you still have, it's a secret, so you're not going to tell us. I so see how you skirted you. around yeah, that question. you like that? You're just like, oh, yeah. it's my secret. Each time it's something different. I, I like to mix it up. Okay. <laughs> um, and you are, I probably just forgot I'll, my I'll, question. I'll say, I'll say it's typically something with three olives, vodka. Three olives. Three olives. Yes. Okay. Maybe we need to have like a vodka, like a, like a vodka show, maybe. Yeah, we could do that. Which would be really interesting because it, I don't. I'm not a fan of like vodka-based drinks. Yeah. In general, um, mm. just from like a mixology standpoint, I like gin better than oh, vodka just because yes. I think it gin, gin mixes better with certain things. Not every drink, not not every drink works better with gin, but I think a lot of vodka-based drinks are like better with gin. Agreed. Because of the botanicals and the and the juniper, and most people say gin tastes like Christmas trees, but <laughs> to each their own. Yeah, agreed. So, do you have you going into it? And I've and I've talked to um, a few people who work at like larger work at like a brew pub or work at uh, let's say Hopcat, which is a you know a giant bar that has a hundred and some taps on it. Do you yeah. taste everything, or have you taste tried everything, or? On our menu, no. Okay. Like, what's the percentage? Uh, I'd say probably twenty percent of the menu, and that's only because I'm a creature of habit. Mm. And as you like gin, I love gin, and so my drink of choice is always gin and tonic, especially especially in the summer. Yeah. 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 Very refreshing. Do you have a favorite type, like brand of gin? (laughs) Tangeray. I'm not a fan mm. of Bombay. Mm. I don't know why. And everyone looks at me like I'm crazy because Bombay's, you know, supposedly the higher class, yeah, higher version class. of that. But I don't know. It's something about it. It's too sweet for me, mm-hmm. I, and I, I don't like the taste that lingers afterward. Tanqueray is a little spicier. Yeah, it definitely feels like more it. like pepperier. Mm-hmm. I feel like it has more of a kick. Yeah, I, I agree. I do a like Tanqueray. I, I like Tanqueray as like a choice virgin that I would mix something with. I do mm-hmm. Tanqueray. Um, Uncle Val's, I don't know if you've ever had that before, is a really great gin to have on its own because it is very intense mm-hmm. and it kind of, it is expensive. So you kind of don't want to like <laughs> ruin it, I guess, with yeah. mixing stuff. So what do you think of this beer? I, I think it's great. I, I would definitely uh, purchase this if if it was uh, presented to me on tap somewhere. Are you a, a normally like a beer person in general? Or are you um, kind of more cocktails sort of it, person if you're going to drink something? Again, creature of habit. Gin. Gin and tonic. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um, I mean, if I'm out, like, hanging out during the day what and whatnot, Sunday fun day, day drinking, I typically start out with beer and then I'll go to my yeah. my use. How much do you – have you, like, dove in, into, like, the craft world? Because I know that Teeny has a lot of stuff from, like, Flat 12 and I think they have stuff mm-hmm. from – sun king sun king and some other like local places how much do you have you kind of like are you adventurous in that realm like not a creature um, of habit do you like or do when, you kind when of... it comes to beer i would say i am um i always ask anytime like i go out somewhere uh just for recommendations because i like to try new things um but yeah i i'd say maybe two years ago i was but as of lately I've, mm-hmm. I've been stuck in that that habit right I, I I need to get back out of it. Yeah. I definitely think that this beer is really... It's a nice, like, well-rounded 
like I like to use the, the term non-offensive mm-hmm. for anything that's really hoppy yeah. because or anything that has like a hop character to it because a lot of times all these craft brewers are just going to be like it's a hop it's like an IPA or an imperial IPA mm-hmm. and it's like really really hoppy so it, yeah. you, it's it's just bitterness half yeah. the time um, and I feel like sometimes they almost linger in mm-hmm. your mouth and and this doesn't give that lingering taste or anything like that yeah. like it's very like mouthfeel is very smooth. It is very mm. just sort of refreshing. It would be yes. perfect for like a That's summer a great day. Word. It's refreshing. Yeah, I I, uh, I definitely mm-hmm. like this as kind of almost like a palate cleanser. This would be really good on a flight. Yes, where you have some kind of like mm-hmm. really crazy interesting beer, and then this one, and then maybe some darker beers after. And we're gonna get in some more interesting beers afterward. This, um, yeah. Do you have any other like final thoughts on this beer before we? Move on to our second one already. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can we go back to when we first started when you asked me about the color and what I thought? Okay, let's rewind. The color. What do you think of the color, Stephen? I almost said it kind of almost looks like piss, but (laughs) I think it's okay. Okay, so we. I I didn't want to be offensive. No, because we we talk we talk about this on on a previous show. Mm. Um. I think it is. If this is the color of your urine, I think you have. I need some, more water. <laughs> you, it's the color of somebody who's been like hiking in the woods for four days yeah. and is very dehydrated or something. <laughs> That's yeah. I mean, Th- I this could, is what my urine looks like after a weekend of binge drinking and oh going dear. out. <laughs> I think this is just a little. This is a, a very light amber color. I think it reminds me a little bit of the Jurassic Park uh, mosquito amber. <laughs> If we yeah. put, drop a, a bug in here, it would just look like the uh, the Jurassic Park. Yeah, uh, I could see that. <laughs> DNA. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what I think this this looks like for me. Hmm. It's good. I think it's all it's it's very well rounded. It's very um, balanced. I think it is a good intro for somebody who and maybe doesn't like a hoppier beer, but wants something a little bit lifting. Because a lot of times, if there's a lot of hops in it, it just lifts the beer. Yeah. Kind of gives it a little bit more depth, a little bit more flavor. Vodka gin relationship, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. you take vodka as maybe your complete like baseline lager or like ale. And gin is basically vodka with juniper and botanicals added. This is <laughs> something like that. Yeah. So you had some botanicals, a.k.a. hops, and it <laughs> becomes a little bit better and a little bit more lifted. But okay. Which what was the name of this again? This is Ten Speed Hoppy Wheat. Uh, okay. A little backstory behind it: uh, Bloomington Bikes Month <clears throat> is uh, next month, the month of May, and this is in celebration of Bloomington Bikes. Hmm. So it's like a ten speed bike is on the bottle. Ah, oh, gotcha. All right, that cool. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, and it's a thirty-four IBU. If you're wondering. Which is international bitterness unit. Okay. Which is say. how we measure the bitterness of the hops in the Since unit. you guys can't see me, I said I went like over my head. O- over my not, pompadour. Not not <laughs> Oh. Thank God it was only thirty four IBU. <laughs> Alright, uh, we're gonna take a really quick break. We're gonna grab our second beer, uh, local beer, and we're gonna talk about Steven's shirt. And we will be right back. Cause we both know what the other ones 
welcome back to the show, Stephen. Thank you. Hello. Hey. Um, we're back here on I'm No Expert. This week we are talking about local breweries. We had something from Bloomington Brewing Company in the first segment. Uh, next up, we've got Triton. This is Hatch Blower Pepper IPA. Hmm. Mm. Um, this is American IPA, and it is a seven percent ABV. And uh, there's a chili pepper on it. I saw that. I I, <laughs> I just want you to taste this because this is. Please just taste. Okay. Just go. Just uh, taste. I just like. <laughs> I'm a little skeptical. Now. Oh, of like me going. Uh, mm, yeah. Mm, I don't, uh. No, it's. I don't. You're, you're it's excellent. There. It's okay. excellent. Okay. I really, really like this. Beer. I don't like chili peppers though. Mm. Unless take, they're the red hot chili take, peppers. You really That's like okay. the red hot chili yeah, peppers? All right. Uh, a little, oh. little outplayed, I think. <laughs> a little overplayed. Okay. All right, try Let's this. this. Um, I believe Hatch Blower mm. is available not all year round from Triton. It is a seasonal that they usually brew. I think it is new this year, possibly. I'm not hmm. actually sure of my research. You can almost smell like the chili, though. Yes. That is kind of really interesting for me. Is that it's an IPA and there is a chili note to it? Yeah, there is. There's a little oh, bite. Yes, yes. Ah. Hmm. That's good though. Um, I've had and, and this is kind of a trend in a lot of craft beers lately that I'm seeing is there is this trend to do chili like peppery notes and like chili peppers yeah. in a beer. Um, cause it's kind of a new frontier to just not just ratchet up the hops. Let's add something else that's kind of yeah. intense, which is really cool. Cause you kind of have this yin and yang of the sweetness of the beer and the malt. And then some kind of like really interesting <laughs> second element. Yeah. Uh, rogue has a Sriracha. Okay. Base beer. Ooh. Um, the other week Love we, Sriracha. we did a, uh, Coca Mole, which is by, um, fat tire, Lips of Faith series that had it was a Mexican chocolate beer, so mm-hmm. it had like Mexican chocolate notes, but also spice to it. So there's this is this trend of like putting spicy notes into beer to kind of like spice it up a bit. Yeah, I guess. What do you think? I, I mean, what do you think of this? I like it. Um, I definitely wouldn't buy like a six pack and take it home and and chill with it though. I think this is more like a one beer. Like mm. let's experiment. You know, change it up a bit. Um, but I don't know. It, it's good. Don't get me wrong. I, I do like it. It's just I don't think I could drink more than one or two yeah. at a time. And there's and, uh, what I like about it is that there is just enough spice that it hits the back. It's like when mm-hmm. you finish and you get that spice yeah. at the back of your throat, that's where it hits me mm-hmm. when I'm tasting it. And I, I tend to like spicier foods in general. Mm-hmm. So this, I really, really like this. Yeah. Um, it would be hard pressed to put it with any kind of food because it is so interesting and so kind of like odd that you taste Maybe it. Maybe Thai, <laughs> spicy plus spicy. Yeah, Who knows? Know. That could be really interesting. <laughs> um, so you have a T-shirt on. Yes, I, you, I'm wearing a shirt. And if you follow us on Twitter <laughs> and Instagram, I'll post a, a picture of Steven's uh, cool, cool T-shirt and a button. Yes, my button. So explain your what, what? Explain your T-shirt first. Explain it. Well, the T-shirt um, came from the idea from the button. 
Okay. Uh, I'm going to start with the button. Okay, it's okay. the button. <laughs> so, um, again, uh, if you listen to the first part of the segment, uh, I recently started bartending at a local bar on Mass Ave here in Indianapolis called Teeny. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was there on, I believe it was a Sunday, and <clears throat> there was some other local um, servers uh, hanging out, and I overheard them. I also uh, freelance graphic design, and I overheard them say, oh, our friend uh, – the designer didn't call us back like mm-hmm. we need a designer and so i like popped over was like oh hey i heard you need a graphic designer like what's up what are you working on and uh because they all have their laptops uh and whatnot and so <coughs> excuse me and uh i had seen all these signs going around indiana or indianapolis um it was right after the rfra bill that was passed right uh, and and to preface the the rfa R- rfr a yes um basically was a um it was a religious freedom rights act right is what it stood for and it Mm -hmm. basically said that um in a nutshell and not to get too political in the show because we don't want to really dive too deep into it because my knowledge isn't there and you probably have better knowledge of it but it is uh basically you can you're Personal religious beliefs can dictate how you run your business. Is that a good kind of nutshell sort of thing for it? Yeah, I, I guess I would say. Um, <laughs> I, mean, how, I mean, how would you explain it in a nutshell? Like if somebody was say, okay, I'm not from Indiana. I saw I this mean, on the news. You, what does it actually like mean for – You essentially can turn away a customer for anything, essentially. Based like, on your own personal hey, religious beliefs. Yeah, this right. – you know, like – you you could basically say um, if uh, you saw somebody wear what what's that called uh, like the star with the circle Wiccans star with the circle yeah you know what I'm talking about like the like a pentagram yeah with a pentagram circle? there you go okay like if somebody came in you could like they may not even be affiliated with witchcraft or anything mm-hmm. like that yeah but you could say oh my gosh you're a witch get out of my store. You know, like right. it's, it's essentially freedom to discriminate against anyone for yeah. for whatever reason. So you come up with so that's kind of the the base on RFRA and Indiana and Indianapolis more specifically <clears throat> basically has had like multiple organizations mm-hmm. kind of like pop up and yeah. say, "Hey, it, this it is not what we believe in. <laughs> not okay. Like we're gonna be open for." open for mm-hmm. all i mean there's a, i think one's called like open for open for business or something where yeah. it's it's everybody's accepted no matter what exactly um indie indie welcomes all indie Indiana. welcomes all is another thing that happened yeah. and of course a lot of people saw it during the march madness the final four mm-hmm. which was here and that was going on at the exact same yeah. time so it was this kind of this all of the eyes on the nation were, were looking at basketball, at but <laughs> when well. they would do, they would, I would see it on, I saw some clips where they show like, you know, ESPN does, oh, here's where we are. It's downtown Indianapolis mm-hmm. or whatever with all the people walking and you could see people wearing, you know, Indy welcomes all shirts mm-hmm. or, um, I'm not sure if it was just for the, I don't, the indie like the thing that's like the eye, you, you stand in front of Indy yeah. Y and yeah, you're yeah. the eye. That thing. was that just, was just random. It was perfect timing though, right? Because like, that that had been planned for for months, and then all of this happened with RFRA as it was being installed. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But again, you mentioned we don't like to get too political. Right. And that's just the basis of where uh, the organization that I'm now helping out um, came from is uh, us as Hoosiers. We just wanted to support Hoosier hospitality. Right. And so we came together and um, we we came up with we proudly serve everyone. Okay. And uh, the name of the organization right now is we're trying to transition away from what it currently is. It's we never serve hate. Mm. And uh, we feel like having the word hate is a little negative. Right. And that's not what we're about. Um, <clears throat> again, we're not political or anything like that. We just want to support Hoosier Hospitality and the businesses of Indiana. Yeah. And so uh, we decided that we want to change our name to I Am Hoosier Hospitality. So you'll see on uh, Twitter and Facebook and all that, hashtag I Am Hoosier Hospitality. So I'm wearing a pin that on the top it says I Am Hoosier, hashtag I Am Hoosier Hospitality. And then it says we probably serve everyone and has a heart in it um, with little arrows pointing yeah. at it. And it's, it's really cute. Um, but... I saw all these signs popping around, and I had no clue what they were. Um, it was just like a handmade sign that uh, people were putting up in their windows, and I didn't realize that my friends that were sitting in the bar here, you know, were a part of this organization. Yeah. And uh, so I jumped aboard and um, helped clean up the logo a little bit, and did our website, printed out shirts um, that said we probably serve everyone, and then we also had an idea because we had an event. Um, this past Monday uh, at the War Memorial downtown, um, we actually closed down Mass Ave. I don't know and how. And you marched, you marched down yeah. Mass Ave. For, we for we this got all the businesses on Mass Ave to close for three hours wow. and send all their employees and whatnot to help promote this. But typically, it takes, I didn't know this, 30 days to have uh, the rights to close down a street yeah. in the city. Hmm. We did it in like a week. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how That's... that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting, I, and I think what's what's really cool about this whole kind of like indie welcomes all or this whole who's your hospitality thing, and um, it is you know like a lot of th- things in this, it is a very like liberal mindset, and it is very focused in the the urban communities, especially mm-hmm. um, indie Bloomington, West Lafayette, Muncie, you know those you know South Bend, those places are are. Don't forget about Northwest Indiana. Northwest Indiana. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it, it is, you know, it is, it, Indy has become like the epicenter for yeah. this kind of like, we don't matter. It doesn't matter who you are, who's your hospitality to everyone. Yeah. And it is. You're a human being. Right. You know. And what's really cool is living in Indiana as long as I've had, which is less than you. But it's, Indy is such a a weird city where we don't get behind things a lot mm-hmm. um as a whole yeah except for maybe like sporting events yeah. you know the cults <laughs> of course is huge the indy 500 is huge but this has like i have seen this explode and blown up because mm-hmm. there's all these other you know there's there's t-shirts that i see there's signs on businesses that i go see all the time now that is that is like supporting this cause yeah and it is so cool to see that yeah. On a day-to-day basis of, like, indie basically being, like, we have local businesses. We are not just this, like, flyover state. We have – we can, like, come together and, and talk about stuff that it maybe is, like, not okay to talk about in in general in the Midwest. Like, mm-hmm. people feel like it is – like, we're the new south almost. Yeah. 
pretty much. <laughs> so the, the armpit of America. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's been really cool to be a part of this and just support Hoosier hospitality and you know let let everyone know that we're people too, just as you and we respect you right. and we love you. So um, if people want to find you guys, Twitter is uh, at Twitter is uh, sir. What is it? Serve no hate. Okay. Um, and then Facebook is we never serve hate. And, and then our website is we never serve hate dot org dot org. Yes. Got it. Cool. And then your your hashtag KB Kids. Oh, Explain yeah. that. So at the event that we had on Monday, uh, we decided like, you know, part of this is just peace and love as well. So um, we had a booth um, that was set up where uh, another local business donated flowers to us. And so I made the shirt for uh, the people working the booth to pass out these flowers and put in people's hair and whatnot. So, um, Little fr- on, flower crowns. Yeah, and then <laughs> on the back, I don't know if you uh, you saw. Okay, so it's got the hearts and the mm-hmm. hashtag I love. It's it's my uh, modern interpreta- interpretation. <laughs> Ooh, mm. already, already Oof. feeling the beer. Um, my modern in- interpretation of an open heart because we're open to all, and it says uh, hashtag uh, I love Hoosier hospitality. Cool. So yeah. Awesome. Um, any final thoughts on hash blower <laughs> to go <laughs> full circle as we most, yeah. most of the time do on this show, get completely off topic of beer and talk about other things. Oh, um, no, cool. hash blower, you said you wouldn't buy it, which is kind of our metric. You wouldn't uh, probably I mean, wouldn't buy it to have I, in your fridge. I would definitely drink it again. Yes. If, if I was sitting at, at a pub or something and I saw it, I, I would be like, Oh yeah, that was good. I'll have it. But I don't think it would be something that I would take home yeah. and drink. Now, I would probably take it to a party mm-hmm. to have others try. Yes. But on like a day-to-day basis, probably not. But it's cool. still good. I like it. Cool. All right. So we're going to take a- another quick break and grab our third and final beer from Northwest Indiana. If you haven't figured that out yet, it's from Big yes. Floyd's. Monster. Um, Monster. Woo. Woo, woo. Represent. Um, we will be Two right. nine. Oh, <laughs> we will be right back. <laughs> Expert. I'm here with Steven. Hi. Hi. Hey. How's uh, it going? Great. <laughs> We're on our third and final beer of our tour of local Indiana breweries. Two and nine. Represent. <laughs> um, Sorry, I'm from Northwest Indiana, so. <laughs> and this is right out of Northwest Indiana. This is from Three Floyds. This particular brew that we have next is Wabbit Wabbit. Wabbit Wabbit. Wabbit Wabbit pronounced like that because it's b's instead of t's yeah i like it um it is a saison slash farmhouse ale at a 7.4 percent abv available in the springtime with a 25 per 25 ibus um now we talked a little bit that that wabbit does look wabbit he (laughs) if if you could see the logo it's it's pretty 
pretty neat. It is. I I love three three Floyds and all of their their logos for their beers. It is just a fever dream of Crazy Town on that yeah. bottle right now. It's, um, it's a little trippy, which is why I picked it up. And <laughs> very important bottle design. Yeah, people, brewers, make sure you take note of bottle design for real. Um. So, have you ever had a saison slash farmhouse before? I don't believe so. Okay, literally my favorite style of beer. If I had to choose a style to drink for the rest of my life, it would probably be saison hmm. slash farmhouse. Okay, because um, they're very interesting. We did last week. If you listen to the sour show with Christian, uh, we talked a lot about the fermentation process mm-hmm. with sours. How a lot of sours, a lot of traditional old school sours, are actually um, open air fermented because you get that kind of funkiness of the air like sourdough bread yeah so you get that yeast that the wild yeast that's in the air that's all around us plus a yeast strain that you introduce into the beer itself mm-hmm. um farmhouse slash saison kind of gives you that similar taste profile but not as intense as maybe a lambic or a goes or a flanders red ale so hmm. i think color for all three of these is basically almost yeah the same almost almost similar. identical yeah for the most part Cool. So, cheers. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Your face is is uh is interesting. <laughs> what do you think? I I feel like this is one where like the first sip is kind of like a bite, but I feel like it may grow on me. Just give one okay. one moment. Yeah. Mm. I'm um, I'm going to read the little blurb that they have on uh, Beer Advocate. <laughs> this is a Franco-Belgian-style farmhouse ale. has an effervescent body and a light straw color. Wabbit Wabbit, with its light malt body, argumented by spices, is a complex and frothy beverage with a uh, deceptively high alcohol content. 7.4, not that high. Uh, March was released in March. Okay. So I, I believe this is probably uh, I don't know if it's a seasonal because I didn't see it last year, but maybe more. I, I want to say this is new because I've not heard of it. Yeah, before. Okay, so second set, it, third it's, set. It's growing. Yeah, it's growing on me. Yeah. Um. I I I don't know. I I don't know how to explain it though. <laughs> I I'm not quite the the beer connoisseur. Uh, well, you know, I'm no expert either. Yeah. On it. Um. <laughs> but what I love about saisons and a lot of farmhouse is that they have a lot of depth to them but we uh that's that's a great explanation a lot of depth yes but i feel like there are multiple layers and there's multiple layers but there's enough of a difference between the layers Mm -hmm. that you can kind of figure out what the different tastes and the different flavors are um compared to something like maybe um, a porter, like uh, for example, another Indiana local beer from Upland is Barrel Chested, which is a barley wine porter. Mm-hmm. Very dense. Lots going on, but it's all kind of mushed together and yeah. combined together that you can't really tell what the different flavors are. You just kind of have to say, okay, well, it tastes like this. It tastes yeah. like this particular beer. With the Saison and Farmhouse, and this one specifically, there is some spiciness there's some citrus notes going on with it there is a funkiness that i'm detecting a little bit there Mm -hmm. um there is a little like a banana ester sort of flavor that that's the last layer 
that that's, you're, that's yeah. what I was like kind of tripping out about. I was like, I can't figure what this yeah. is. It's light, but it's also like a creaminess that's at the very end. So, I mean, what other what other thoughts do you have on this? This now, this this is definitely something that I I would take home and I would drink. So you'd be like, yes, yes. ten yes. out of ten would do again. Yes, I, I certainly would. Um, out of uh, the three beers that we've had tonight, I feel like this is the uh, most original. The the what was it? Uh, Ten speed hoppy wheat. I mm-hmm. feel like that's something that I've I've almost had before. Yeah. Um. Then the what was it? The, the hatch blower, hatch blower, the chili IPA, pepper, chili. Yeah, chili pepper. That that was new for me. I've I've not had a beer with chili pepper. Um. But definitely, I I like this. I like the layers of it and the the aftertaste is is really good. Yeah. It it has with with a saison and farmhouse. It is ones that I recognize all the time and ones that I always pick out if I'm looking at a beer menu somewhere because I always know I kind of have an idea of what is kind of the flavor profile behind them. But each one is very unique and very different. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is a really good beer to kind of like slide somebody and say, try this. Yeah, certainly. Because a lot of people haven't had this particular style and mm-hmm. there's enough of it around. There's enough people making a Saison slash farmhouse that they, you can get a lot of variety and not have to cut off your arm to pay for it. <laughs> um, perfect example, re- referencing back to last week's sour show. Sours are mostly in the U S really, really, really expensive per ounce mm-hmm. per bomber. Or European and not as expensive, but like old and there's a lot of tradition and a lot of lore behind yeah. them. Um, Cezanne is like, for me, is like the new darling child of craft beer. Where IPA was maybe two years ago, IPA yeah. was like this really great, everybody was like the experiment. Craze, yeah. yeah, everybody was like experimenting with IB, or, um, IPAs and we kind of like hit the peak of IPAs. Yeah. Where we can't put any more hops into it. It is literally like <laughs> drinking yeah. some horrible bitter soup. Um, where Saison's are a little bit more finicky, but okay. well worth it. Yeah. Well worth to to, to, to brew and to to try. Because mm-hmm. they're accessible, I think. Yeah. I, no, this is this is great. I love the taste. So you would definitely buy this. You would just say... Yes, I I would take this home. I would take it to my parents. Mm-hmm. I would take it to my friends. You would just take it everywhere. Take You'd it have everywhere. it in your car all no. the time to just have a whole <laughs> case of it and be like, here. Out of beer, like this almost could be one of my new favorite beers come the spring. Mm. Seriously, there it's you great. Go. You should uh, suggest having it on tap. <laughs> at we teeny. don't have taps. Well, at you teeny. could it's figure not... it out. I don't know. Put get a mini fridge and get a pony cake. <laughs> How hard could it be? <laughs> it's teeny is teeny <laughs> let's talk Liter- about that. literally I, I, very small it's like a hallway <laughs> okay two hallways i don't know if we'd have room for even a pony keg <laughs> oh sad face we'll have it outside oh uh, okay outside we'll get a big cooler uh, we'll on, just the, put on ice. the teeny little patio <laughs> yes <laughs> i like this idea we'll get it sponsored by three floyds they can come uh, down yeah, just hang out totally. on the street and you can just um steven Yes. 
thanks so much for coming on the show this week. Thank you for having me. Uh, you had said your shirts were available yes. to pre-order on online. Um, our first round, uh, we we didn't have enough printed, and so we're doing another pre-order. Um, so you can go to weneverservehate.org and click on the apparel link and pre-order your own We Proudly Serve Everyone shirt. Cool. Um, um, there there will be more to come, too. I think I'm going to do uh, the Hippie Kid shirts as well. To, because to I buy and pre-order. Great, yeah, I had great responses on these. So Cool. I will we'll go ahead and link that in the post as well as on <laughs> our Twitter and Facebook so you can go check out Steven's work on there uh don't forget you can follow us on facebook at facebook.com slash no expert show twitter as well twitter.com slash no expert show or at no expert show if you go there no expert show.com is the website you can go to to find all of the archives of every single episode of the show all the way back to episode one <laughs> right um real one numeral one this is episode oh, no. i believe episode 41 <laughs> is it oh, 41 wow. episodes of, of no expert show um and of course you can become a patron uh steven do you know about patreon so tell me patreon is a great way to support uh local creators or international creators and it is i don't want to do ads on the show i've been approached by a couple people who want to do ads in the show and i'm like <laughs> kind of want to make it for the listener and patreon is a great way to support the show every single week so go to patreon.com slash no expert show you can donate a 25 cents you can donate a dollar you can donate five dollars per episode um and that helps the show every single week and patrons do get some special uh behind the scenes and uh video versions of the show when we put them out so go to patreon.com slash no expert show to uh, help support the show Every little bit helps, and I really appreciate it. Steven, thanks so much for coming on this week. Thanks for having me again. Uh, We'll have you again soon, hopefully. Maybe maybe with a third person in the room. I don't know. We'll figure (laughs) it out. Week by week, we'll figure out what's going on. Are you trying to say I'm not good enough? You have to bring a third into the mix? No, I'm not saying that at all. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm sorry. Please come back. Please. I'm sorry. Uh, Thanks so much for listening, guys, and we will see you next week. Cool.